This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Hour 2 of Jason and Alexis in the Morning on this Monday, March 28th, 2022. It's Oscar Monday right here on my talk all day long. We're going to be dissecting the Academy Awards and this year it's going to be other than more. that, Mrs. Lincoln. How was, how the, was play? the play? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will. Well, uh, did anything else happen? Exactly. As Sammy Schumer said, <laughs> I had to t- change out of my costume. Did, did I, I miss, miss anything? anything? Oh my gosh. Oh God, thank you. She Amy. was a riot. Yeah. Amy Schumer was really oh good. Oh my gosh. And Wanda, Regina, all three of them, super funny. Well, we will invite you later today. Uh, we, we did a deep dive into the Will Smith. Jada and uh, Chris Rock episode again. Just kind of just I was rewatching it. You know, in that commercial break, I have a TV meeting, and <laughs> when I'm not paying attention to executive producer Jeff, I <laughs> I have I have the uh, all of the morning shows on on this monitor, so I can see the headlines. Mm-hmm. And obviously, they're all starting with this episode. And Gail King just put like it really us. well. Yeah, Gail King just said it was just disturbing to watch. And I I kind of, I don't kind of, I do agree with her. Oh, of course. Yeah. But we we did a deep dive on it in our first hour. We invite you to listen to the podcast a little bit later uh, to hear our full thoughts. And of course, like I said, Donna and Skippy, Colleen and Bradley and Lori and Julia will be uh, talking about the Oscars all day, Is Lady Exercise still in Hawaii? I think she's still in Hawaii. Oh, I, I think bu- Lady okay. Exercise. I wonder if she even watched, but... I'm sure she did. I'm sure oh, she did. Yeah. She did. Yeah. And what, I need to hear what Lady Exercise has to say yeah. about this. <laughs> Seriously. Well, yes. Yes. So we wanted to talk about the show itself because, you know, a lot has been made of the changes. They they moved eight categories uh, to an hour before the broadcast and then inserted into the show through edited little moments. Um, I thought they were just going to do one big chunk of it. They actually did splinter it and do where it would normally be, mm. which made it easier to digest, I think. Yeah, I'll start there. I mean... If you, if not a lot had been made yeah. of the changes, I don't know if Betty from Anoka, that's what I call an average viewer. 
I don't know if Betty from Anoka would have noticed anything. Or would have known. <laughs> yeah. Or would have known. Which, hats off. You know, we love producers on the show. Yeah, the editing. Great Hats job. off to the, to the producers for making what could have been tacky and even more insulting to the craftsmen. Um, they handled it. I mean, they fulfilled their promise of making it, the, doing the best they could with the decision that was made. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I know it's not shared by everyone. I still think it's the right decision because I. It, it is a show. It is a show. And that's where I'm going to start. Uh, Phil Jones has a tweet that motivated You've me. You've got mail. Oh, Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, so I'll start my, if I were the producer, comments with uh, a, a reaction to what Phil has typed. Okay. Phil wrote, they cut eight categories for what reason? It still ran three hours and 30 minutes. <laughs> Somebody should be fired. Now, <laughs> they, I love his stance. Okay. It's just like me and Will Smith. Remove him from the theater. Yeah. It's a very strong opinion. I think, fundamentally, I think we need to shift how we are reacting to the removal of the eight categories, which we also have to stop saying removal because they weren't removed. And now we really know they were not removed. But don't don't be fooled. This was never about shrinking the time of the broadcast. Right. I was confused this with is, that in the beginning. This was oh. never. I don't yeah. care what the press release said. Yep. I don't care what. Let's be clear. This was an effort to make the show more entertaining. Yes. So it's not about shortening it. So the whole, well, why did they do that for? And I'm not imitating Phil's voice, but I guess I am. <laughs> well, why did they do that for? It's still <laughs> wrong. Still went over. It's still, it's always going to be long. And I actually have an answer to that. You never hear, you rarely hear people complain about the Super Bowl. Another event similar to the Oscars in the grandeur of its scale. Why in the hell, especially seeing the abomination of television that ABC's red carpet show is. Oh, why, God. Why, I gotta talk about that. It's so why, why are you not starting the Academy Awards at 5.30? Yes. Just like the Super Bowl. Thank you. you gotta That's why start, it doesn't seem so long. The you Super gotta, Bowl. You gotta start treating the Oscars just like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. Get rid of, because ABC, girl, <gasps> You've tried. They're there already. You've tried oh, to make a I've red carpet seen. show. Oh my god! But you you six can't do it. Pages of notes on it because I don't have E or whatever else I can watch. You yeah. know, yeah. I was actually watching Spencer at the same time in between commercials of the red carpet, so I can. I was forced to watch well, that and thing, if, and it was so bad. If they have to do the red carpet, then do it at three. You know, just yeah. move everything. I don't care if it's a long I, day for them. Right. Just do it. And I got to tell you, I think tastes have changed. I don't think, look, we, we want to recap, and we can get a recap on Instagram. I think it's fun seeing the, the, the red carpet for like a half hour. But in my opinion, that tradition of doing an epic pre-show should have died with Joan Rivers. Mm. Um, it is, I, I, I just don't think it has as much value as it did 10, 15 years ago. So because of that, ABC, do a half hour, if you must, oh, if you must punish us, <laughs> do a red carpet show at five, 
do a red carpet show at 5, start the Academy Awards at 5.30. Because that way, ABC, if you're listening, and obviously you listen to Jason and Alexis in the morning (laughs) because you stole our reunion idea (laughs) for having reunion presenters. So Mm -hmm. it's very obvious to me that you listen to us. Uh So listen to me one more time. It would be in your best interest to start the Academy Awards at 5.30. Why? Because you can treat it like the Super Bowl and put on a show to launch after the Oscars. Just like you do, it's always the most coveted time slot in broadcast TV is the show that airs right after the Super Bowl. But you know what, ABC? You can't launch anything. You can't air anything after the Academy Awards because it ends at midnight! (laughs) Amen. Drop the crutches. Or the mic or whatever you're dropping. (laughs) Whatever it is. You know what they could do, too? They could just replay it. That would be amazing. For what, insomniacs? <laughs> Maybe if you what? want to watch it again. Or if you're used to it starting later, just start it again. <sighs> I don't know. I, be, I think I'm the only one that likes a red carpet No, I like show. it whenever people want to talk to the people, but they right. couldn't get anybody. No. They were just asking random people to do impressions. No. And they, they had a do. box of, yeah. oh, you gotta a do mystery it right. box of questions for... No. Yeah, no, oh, you, you got to do it right. No. But I think it's just fun to see what they're wearing no. and how they interact, like who's talking to who. And, they, no. oh, oh, nobody I, even wanted oh, to talk to them. I, Take yeah. it in the back in the woods and put it down. Oh, yeah. just, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. I, mean, I feel like just move everything forward. Start at three. You're there already. Just do do the red carpet. Let's get I the laid start out a plan for free. At 5.30. Yeah. I just laid out a plan for free. I'm, I'm not going to. No, I yeah. know. I hear you. I'm just saying. I, I like the longer, like just just seeing everybody arrive. It's it's fun to see. Maybe when package we, it differently. When we come back, I will further produce the show. I have a list. I will tick through them quickly. You got to answer about the hosts. We got to yeah, answer that. Yeah, we'll be back right after this. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five-star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely. From the initial consultation, regularly checking in throughout the process, and the best part, her new beautiful smile. I jumped on the Google, too, and here's what one client said. Whether you're looking for a couple of veneers, a full mouth reconstruction, or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP, Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see. She can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever. You can see some of Dr. Amy's patients' beautiful new smiles on her website, Hughes-Dental.com. While you're on her website, check out the free video consult. And be sure to let the team know that Jason told you that Hughes Dental is the only choice for your smile makeover. Wrap me up between your legs and Welcome back to Oscar Monday right here on Jason and Alexis. Hour two. Don't forget if you uh, want to hear our deep dive into the Will Smith, Chris Rock incident. Mm-hmm. 
listen to hour one of our podcast. We spent most of the hour on that. Yeah. For good reason. Yeah. Coming up, though, around 745, we're going to take a break from the Oscars for our new Monday sensation. Am I the asshat? <laughs> did you mm. see what I wrote? In the- I did. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, girl. Uh, can I tell you <laughs> before? Um, I'll, I'll wait. I have I have a great lead into Am I the Asshat? I'll just, yeah. Oh, just, something it happened, cost, huh? Oh, it sure Ooh. did. And it also proved to me that people are loving the oh, segment. Oh, my gosh, so, yes. Yeah, believe me. Uh, it was Heard made, lots about it. Lots of buzz. Uh, it was made very evident to me on Friday at Serums. That's all I'll say. Oh. Yeah, let's, just, let's just say it led to an interesting conversation. Um, anyway, welcome back. Oscar Monday here. So, uh, all right, producer. To, yes, we're playing producer. Uh, Dawn and Alexis gave their overall impression of the show. Now I will give mine. And Alexis is right. Alexis is right. I haven't even given you my, um, my opinion on whether I liked the three hosts. I did like the three hosts. Um, I will tell you, though, that I think Amy Schumer in her single moments were funnier than the collective. I thought the opening. I thought the opening was very clunky. Why was DJ Khaled there? I thought I thought he stepped on their entrance. So. They came out and then he introduced them and then they they did kind of a they did a monologue and Wanda seemed a little nervous. So she kind of flubbed a few lines and then and then Amy came out like 30 seconds later and did another monologue. So I thought the producing of that was just it was it felt very clunky to me. Yeah, Um, Yeah, DJ Khaled, I wanted to punch him. I mean, violence, again, not the answer, but I did really (laughs) feel like, what the heck are you doing? Get off the stage. Yeah, I I just, it was weird. It's like, why are you there? Yes. It was like the producers, it was like the producers. Yeah. Okay. It was was like the producers were trying to just throw everything in to make everything cool. Thus bringing me to my second, let me get my phone, my second point. (laughs) We don't need three sets of bands. Uh, We don't need a DJ for the first 45 minutes. And then the Sheila E band for the, and I love Sheila E. She's, she's a, she's an acquaintance. She comes on the show all the time. I love her. We have a mug that she drank out of that the crew is not allowed to touch. Anyway, um, But we don't need the DJ and the introduction of the DJ and then the DJ plays and then 45 minutes later, oh, now the music's handled by Sheila E. And then 45 minutes after that, there's an underground band. (laughs) (laughs) The orchestra? (laughs) The orchestra. I said, oh, it's like like Catherine. They they have the orchestra with with Linda Hamilton and Ron Perlman underground. (laughs) All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Think what?
whatever Will Smith punched. Do you think that they were under there going, oh my gosh, yeah. what's happening up there? What's happening with I the can't see anything. People. I hope Go they don't there, come Linda through Hamilton. the floor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Catherine. Yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't. That didn't bother me so much. Oh, they introduced them, and then the music. I mean, there'd be no, music anyway. No, but, so, but Lex, it added to all jokes aside. My note was it. It felt very disjointed. Mm. There were great moments in there. I got to tell you, as I said earlier, yeah. I stand by. I love the eight categories being trimmed and put in a classy <clears throat> way within the broadcast. I think. It did. It kept those categories, which I'm sorry, I'm just going to be honest. A lot of people don't care about it kept it snappy while still acknowledging the craft and the award. Um, I also liked how instead of an of an actor introducing a clip of one of the best picture nominees, girl, they came out a commercial. They ran one of those eight categories. They did a transition little animation and went right to a clip of one of the uh, 10 nominated Best Picture nominees. That was brilliant. Girl, that was great. Yep, agreed. Next, my next note. This wouldn't be digested. The audience, all of you listening, subconsciously, you probably didn't think about this, but this really bothered me, and that is the set. There is something there is something about the grandeur of having stairs and having the set elevated from the audience which which adds to the majesty of that night that adds to the 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 regal nature of the of the, mm-hmm. of the prestigious mm-hmm. moment having the set basically on the floor that was and weird. the weird and the weird camera angle when the winners came up, it looked like photographer Eric was just using his Canon camera, uh, shooting the presenters. It seemed very small to me, and it seemed like the, a setting they would do during the COVID year when they had to do it at like a at a Perkins. You are back at the Dolby Theater, producers. You are back at the Dolby. Why did you have? The stars sitting in hot tubs and and recliners from from uh, Schneiderman's. Uh-huh. It was a variety I, I, of seating. I did not understand that. And then everything was on the same level. No, there's something quite regal and magical about ascending up those stairs and and the the winners and the shot of the winner looking over the audience. I, I'm wondering, that was, will they make it without falling down? Well, yeah, but. It made it seem a little small to me, the setting, the staging of it. Now, the, wow, the, what a balancing the, act, though, it, that whole thing is, right? They have uh, to, because they're celebrating uh, movies and arts when there's a war going on. You know, there's all. Uh, and so I think that that whole they were trying to, like, draw a line. I don't even know if it was about the war. Well, I don't. I'm just saying, I think, you yeah. know, just all the different things that are going on, trying to make it not as flashy. But. You're right. Then, Either go go all in or not. That's yeah. I, I'm just trying to see maybe what the point of not doing that is. And maybe there also have been winners who are like, I don't want to be doing stairs if you're wondering wearing these shoes. Absolutely. There's there's a, there's another side to all of this. I'm just saying for me, it subconsciously uh it made the broadcast and the grandeur of it small to me. It it diminished it a little bit. I can see that. It, 
you 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 may not register it as you're as you're watching it, but now that I've said this, just go back and think about it. It just looked like the Golden Globes. Mm. You know what I mean? Just go back and and if you look at past shows, it was it struck me immediately. And we got to take a break. But when we come back, we're not going to do a game today. We got to talk about the in memoriam um, segment. Uh, Um, Yes. uh, Collect your thoughts. All of them. Put them in a bag. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We'll open up that bag when we return. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. Welcome back. It is Oscar Monday here on Jason and Alexis in the morning. We're so glad you're here. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn. We're kicking off a day of Oscar coverage here on My Talk. Don and Steve coming up, followed by Colleen and Bradley. And of course, Lady Exercise and Julia to round out our day. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. We're breaking down. We usually do games, but uh, this is Oscar Monday. We'll go back to doing games tomorrow. But, hey, I will tell you, hey, why did I sign the Fonz there? Hey. Um... We are going to take a break from the Oscars uh, for the next couple segments because it's our Monday tradition now, and y'all are loving it. Am I the asshat? So that's coming up next. But uh, we're talking about the broadcast itself, the Oscars. How was it? What did we think of the host? What did we think of this and that and this and that? We need to talk about... The Bruno. in memoriam. Oh. Yeah, no, not Bruno. <laughs> you can't talk about him. We can't. <laughs> we need to talk about the in memoriam. Oh man, yes, we do. <laughs> Lex, uh... Lex is covering your face right now. Um, to say that it had a different tone this year <laughs> is putting it mildly. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, didn't mean to make mouth noises to scare Dawn, but um. <laughs> How would we describe it, dear friends, to people that didn't watch the Academy Awards? How would we describe what they did? Um, it was, it was like a, it was kind of like a revival, kind of like a Sunday. It was like a church, you know. Yep. There was a choir. Now, let me tell you, doing all the moves. Yep. I want to be. I want to lead with this. I thought the choir that they chose were fabulous. Oh yeah. This is not a criticism of them. This is questioning. The production, the producing choice of having them in the first place. Oh, really? Because, okay. Because to me, if I'm being honest, here's my quick hot take. Mm-hmm. 
it seemed a little inappropriate to me. Yes. Felt distracting. It seemed, it seemed a little um, too jovial for the moment. Yeah. Um, it's, it was uh, very weird. It was very weird to me. The weirdest part for me was the fact that they separated out Sidney Poitier, Ivan Reitman, and Betty White and had a star come out. Oh. I felt so bad for the families that followed. I was like, yeah, what about William Hurt's family? There, was a, there and, was a dog called Mac and Cheese up there. Oh, yes. With, <laughs> with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> right. Like, why does this dog... What's happening? There were some moments in previous years where they take a little bit more time with certain people. But this took it to a whole nother level. And then it said, yeah. if you want to see other people die, go online. Da, 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 dot com. Yes. Well, and here's here's a little bit of it. Here's. Now, this is how it started. This wasn't bad. Great song. Yep. Great. Makes sense. But then it switched. I was, what? Gro- I was grooving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I-, I was waiting for the announcer to come across like, here's some more dead people. <laughs> Let's Stand celebrate. Cheer. <sighs> yeah. I mean, listen to that. Well, that I- was the Golden Girls theme yeah. that they're working in, but it was. Yeah, I, I loved the choir. You did? I did. I thought I, it was great. Okay. It was just the the separate moments where I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, I don't. That, that just felt a little bit too this much. Is, this needs to be just the orchestra, the band it, under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the band with Catherine and the Beast. Um, <laughs> the pit, the people in the pit. Oh, hold on a minute. I'm checking. Kevin Costner is still speaking. Oh my I just, God! I, Thank I, you for verifying. I, I wanted. Oh, I've, been, I've been checking. I've been <sighs> checking throughout the show, and I just wanted to verify again. Kevin Costner. Let me. Don, can you put up the feed from ABC? Yeah, Let's see if he's go. still talking. Let's see. Here we go. And the inevitable second guessing. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Comes from he's those still who talking. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I was actually excited um, to see him. I thought, oh wow, he looks great. We're also Don. <laughs> oh wait a minute! We're, can you put up the feed again? We're also keeping tabs on if the costume design winner is still talking. Let's oh, see if oh, let's see if she's Tom still there. Yes. Tom yeah. Botwood, um, yeah. graffiti. Yeah. And okay. I have to say, when um, Christian Barr and Craig Gillespie. Yeah, she's still talking too. So we'll we'll check did, back. Did the here. person yeah. who plays the music take a break? <laughs> no, <laughs> they, cut off music? they only cut off that one guy. Yes. Who, like everyone else got to speak, and then he went up to the mic, and they started the music, and he backed away and went, "Thank you, <laughs> thank you," in Danish. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I, and how much did we love? Um, the last year's winner for Best Supporting Actress. Um, oh, my oh, gosh. Holding the oh Oscar for the winner from CODA. That was um, precious. It was so lovely. Troy uh, Kutzer. Oh, that it made Kutzer? me cry. Yeah. Uh, she held the Oscar for him so that he could sign. And His I speech just, made me cry. I was yeah. so, that, that was such a good feeling. And then everything went downhill. Well, and again... You know, that's what was so uh, that was what was so upsetting 
was we should be celebrating Coda winning Best Every Picture award. this morning. Yes. yes. No, we're not thinking about that. No. And, and I, Dune but, won six. Oh, my God. Don, your movie won. All the awards that were put to like pasture. It, but, yeah. They won. I know I'm <laughs> joking. They won everything. Yeah. They won all of the uh, That's when you know awards. they're not going to win Best Picture. When no. they win when all win the yeah. other ones. Yeah. awards. Honestly. Um, can we talk about, I know this is, this is not controversial. I know all of you listening, your opinion on this is split. Some of you like Phil Jones, and I'm going to do my Phil Jones imitation here. <laughs> Why are you cutting all those awards if you're just going to put dumb comedy in there? Um, now, look, because you do it because it's a show and you want to make it entertaining. I will tell you my favorite bit was Wanda Sykes oh gosh, at the that. Academy Museum. Oh. The pre-taped yes. the uh, that was hysterical <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, pretty good. Oh, when she was like, "Oh, look, Harvey Weinstein!" Oh my it god, was an or- it was yes. an orc from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and she walked in. She walked into that room, and she goes, "This is what this is what Meryl Streep's house looks like." I <laughs> laughed out loud. Oh, yeah, here's. So uh, I think I have that moment. I think I have the Meryl oh. Streep moment. Let's let's take a listen here. She's getting a tour of the Academy this is Museum. One of the most popular exhibits. Oh, you ain't gotta tell me what this is. Billy Porter, Kinky Boots. <laughs> Originally, it was called Kinky Kitten Heels. With the rookie slippers. Tom, you got this whole room for the Wizard of Oz, and this is the only thing you got from the Wiz? Wait, I got this. <laughs> you ever been to Meryl Streep's house? Mm-mm. Looks just like this. This is a. <laughs> Because it's a big round room with like 14 Oscars on the wall. I Look, I loved it. I oh, thought it was real funny. Hilarious. And oh. I will say one thing. I My last note, it was a minor disagreement with Dawn. Just a minor one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I view the Oscars as, and I, I, I really mean this. I view the Oscars as a celebration of movies. And I don't mind the Montuges the the bond the the godfather because i i do put it everything through the lens if i was producing the show i would put everything through the lens of it's a celebration of movies and if there is a big anniversary like bond and bond has had the impact and it has on movie and movie making that's fun that's fun from and plus it's it's um broad you know everyone everyone knows james bond it's a it's a uh, a broadly appealing film, films, and I don't mind the Montuges. It gets me excited for movie making. It gets me yeah. excited for watching the Oscars. I can see and, that. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I think it's it adds to the magic to me. I love it. But then again, I'm a sucker for a good, wonderfully edited montage with great music. You'll get me every time. Um, they they can be edited. They can be a little shorter. Yeah, but I I don't mind them. I don't mind them. Yeah, same. When we come back, we are very excited. This has become a very quick sensation on our show. Am I the asshat when we return? So, I had dinner on Friday night, and I will tell you that, and it sounds like Alexis has had a similar, has had similar interactions. I had dinner Friday night with a group of folks, and our segment came up in this dinner. and. Yes. That doesn't always happen. I mean, the, my friends and family, they don't give a rat's rear what I do. It's not exciting to them. It, t- talking about our show is, it's, it's you know, it's, we don't do it just because 
it's I'm just Jason to them, and it's you know. Thank goodness. So thank goodness. So I knew that we were on to something, and I mean the show and the three of us. When when am I the asshat from last week came up, <laughs> and I guess it has come up several times within certain groups that I know. Specifically, yes. the one the one that we did last week about the mother in law, the daughter in law. The son and the baby. Meeting that baby. Meeting the baby. Yes. Um, To say that my family is divided is putting it very much, is is pretty accurate. (laughs) Oh, no. And it led to a very interesting chicken wing dinner on Friday night. Um, Oh, really? Because we were pretty clear about that. Yeah, we all three agreed. That yes. we were with the daughter-in-law with the that daughter-in-law. she was allowed to set boundaries. Yes. About her oh, birth. Oh, girl. Oh, we, that opinion is not as universally shared so as the three weird. of us thought okay. on the show that day. Let me tell you, I have Was far it kind more... of like our listener that called in and said, Ooh, yes. hey, it's about more, it's not about mm-hmm. you, it's about the family? My husband doesn't even agree with us. Oh, what did he say? Totally. He feels and it's it's a shared opinion. Now he's kind of with us. He doesn't like the deception part of it. Mm-hmm. The you know yeah. the husband waited until the wife left to take to bring his mom over to see the baby. My husband feels that it's the husband's baby too. So why does the wife get to choose when his mom gets to see the baby? Because it's his baby too. Mm-hmm. And Colin kind of feels that way. And I said, well, I get that, but I'm giving deference to the, to the mother. I will. And, and it's only been a week. Thank you. And I said, and what would tip the scales for me was, I don't think the, the ask was unreasonable. She only wanted a week. That's what changed it for me. It yeah. wasn't an unreasonable boundary to set. In my opinion. She also had a traumatic birth incident. Yeah, and it I wasn't just, just got, a normal. <laughs> everything's fine, and oh, great! And I got to tell you, I just received a text message from one more oh, no. member of the family They're, that agrees oh! with. Oh, I can say this without getting in more yeah. trouble than I usually already am with the family. Um, Colin's entire family is against me, and that's a funny <laughs> sentence to say. And <laughs> <laughs> We stand with you. They're they're against all of us. (laughs) No, but they all agree. And my mother-in-law and I, I don't think she'd mind me. We never, we never have little tiffs. Yeah. We had a little, we had a little, I'll call it a very interesting back and forth. Um, Because, well, because she's coming from the place of the mother-in-law. She is. Understandably. She's been in the exact same position, not being kept away from the baby, but... She has a new baby and yeah. and a son. Well, she does. Yeah. Yes. So she's looking at it through the eyes of Colin. So I can't even blame her. But it was very funny. We never we didn't even fight. But we it was it was one of those moments where I think my husband just wanted to walk outside. <laughs> yeah. I think he wanted anyway. Yeah. No, so. it's so true. I I even thought after too I got lots of feedback the same like you, Jason. Did you? Where I was just like, well, what about you? Because for me, I had a traumatic birth, right? Yes. And then, but my mom was there. And of course, if his mom, I would have had his mom. I mean, anybody could have been in there at that moment. I didn't care. But uh, we had a baby shower two days later. <laughs> and it was just like, here you go. But it, it, 
everyone's their own preference. You know what? what yeah. Where? Where? And she probably draws the line, or maybe she hadn't before, and just said, "Look, this is where I'm drawing the line now," uh, and to respect that. But yeah, I, it's. I was just why this is I, so good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm really working on trying not to be so dramatic. So I'll just calmly. I'll say why. I, I just. <laughs> when did I, that I, start? I, yeah. I. <laughs> Now, I mean, the last year or so, I'm just trying to be, yeah, it's something that I don't like about myself. But anyway, I will say that I was, I was, I I was a tad surprised by the number of people in my life, because I think it's not, I think it's fair to say, and Lex and Dawn, correct me if I'm wrong. I think the three of us were pretty confident that our opinion was shared by the majority of our listeners. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Once we stepped out, I was a little surprised by the amount of people that I know that were very much on the side of the son and the and the mother-in-law. Yes. Now, I will tell you someone that was firmly on my side, our side, uh, Jen, my best friend. <laughs> Jen's like, absolutely not. So that was funny. I had one ally. I had one ally that night. But anyway, so here's what we're going to do. We, we, I said all of this to set up the fact that this has obviously resonated with all of you. So we're going to read the situation today, and then we're going to take a break and talk about it on the other side. Who has the email today? I have an email yeah. I sent you guys. Oh, I yeah. have, there are two in them. Okay. So you choose what you want. Do you want to hear... Am I the asshat for ignoring my wife after she tripped on the stairs? Or am I the asshat for crying because my husband admitted he would rather eat his mom's sandwich? <laughs> Lex, you pick. Oh, my gosh. Let's do the uh, sandwich one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Um, let's see. We recently attempted to go camping with my husband's family. Never again. This is the woman speaking. Uh-oh. Mother-in-law likes to remind us that she doesn't OSS, so we better bring our own food, do our own cooking, and not dare ask her to watch the kids for a fraction of a second. Honestly, mother-in-law just doesn't like me and doesn't like kids because the same rules do not apply to her daughter. Mother-in-law's husband was drinking and acting like an idiot. This man thinks he is hilarious, but he's just ugh. And uh, mother-in-law encourages it. He thought our sandwiches were hilarious because they were just plain ham and cheese. Ooh, uh, everything mother-in-law makes is gourmet. So he was making a big, big deal about how my husband's life must suck. I'm so boring. Our sandwiches look like trailer trash. Um, my husband clapped back and told him to shut up and said, does your sandwich look good? Yes, but nothing I'd rather eat, but nothing I'd rather eat this S sandwich than marry that B you did at this point. Um, we got to go. Yeah, we got to go. <laughs> There's more to okay. it. Not There's enough more... time. No. Oh so when we come back, we'll finish the email and then we're going to figure out who's the ass hat in this one. It's the story of my husband admitting he'd rather eat his mom's sandwich. <laughs> oh, that and more when we come back. Back in a moment. It's a beautiful day.